Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Bart Reed's player profile and scouting report is brought to you by the Hoop Five Basketball Academy. What is up, Bart? Hey, Randy. Hey, Trey. How's it going? Good. Have you, did you make any of the Nike or all the different names they have now for the circuit that's ongoing? Were you, were you able to make any of those events? I did not make them live. I'm going to Adidas this weekend in Bryan, Texas, um, and I'm going to go to the UIBL next weekend, which is, or the next session, which is in Memphis coming up, I believe, the third session. So, But I'm going this weekend, but I watched all the games on television so or on my computer, so I feel well-informed. The Arkansas Hawks went to Omaha and represented with a very respectable 2-2 two and two without Terry on Burgess. And I think that is – Bill Ingram will tell you he would have liked to go on three and one. I think they had a letdown after they played the Compton Magic, and there were probably guys, 300, 250 coaches surrounding the court watching as they played the Compton Magic. So, But a very respectable two and two. And it doesn't get any easier on the circuit as they play, I believe, another two top – probably top 16 teams in the country – Next weekend in Texas, but Honor Botain continued to separate himself, and he had a monster weekend, guy. Absolutely monster weekend. I think the term Coach Crawford used to to use "blown up." He blown up. He blew up this past weekend, and it seems like uh, Bart. Every time, at least I read about Honor, he is getting another scholarship opportunity in this case one I saw most recently and maybe there's others that have followed yep. but I saw the University of Houston which has to be a, that's a big time offer big time offer Kellen Sampson and then he picked up one right after that from University of Indiana which our wow. very own uh, okay. Rock, Khalil Ware is headed to so yeah Indiana and Houston on the weekend and, and listen I don't think there's a coach in the country that is not interested in Honor Botain. He just continues to put – I mean, guys, he, when you're going and putting up 24 points, grabbing 12 rebounds and five assists, he's doing this against just elite-level competition. Sometimes makes it look easy. His, he's so strong. We talk about the Razorbacks a lot of times, the deficiencies being finishing through contact. This is a guy that finishes through contact better than probably any player I've seen, on, even on the college level, certainly for his age but just so powerful and strong, able to finish right and left hand, gets in the lane at will. Guys, if he can improve on his three-point shot, which he has done drastically in the last two years, I mean, this is a guy that's certainly an NBA-type talent. I'm not saying he's a one-and-done, but you have to start talking that way, especially if he gets that long-range shot down, which I think he will certainly have it knocked down level in the next two years. Bart, we're, we mean all of us, it seems like are enamored with the star system. He is currently a four-star. Do you think if he continues to blow up the way that he has been performing, that that fifth star could be in his future? Yeah, I absolutely think so. You know, it's so hard to keep up with the star system. It's really just a... It's a hard formula to calculate, but certainly I think he is right on the cusp of being a five-star right now. This next weekend being another live period, he comes out and they play the likes of Garner Rowe, 
they play t- a team loaded team from Virginia with another top a top ten player on that team, or coaches will be around. All the scouting services will be there. I think Honor is certainly on pace to be that five star, and his his stock just rises so high in the summertime because of his production. And I don't think that's going to change. And again, he'll transition as he went through his past mini camp for Team USA in Houston performed really well. Obviously, he keeps making those cuts and keeps making those cuts, and he'll be part of that the international team that represents the USA. And I think that's where we start looking. If he has a summer like I think he is going to have, potentially another McDonald's All-American from the state of Arkansas, and then you transition at number 17, Terry on Burgess, who is looking at the same. Then you've got Randy, J.J. Andrews, hmm. right there setting the world on fire, and then, of course, you have the young man for Springdale that's also a top-20 type player. So it just – I don't think I've ever seen it as good in Arkansas as it's been right now. But the Stevens kid from Springdale is absolutely the real deal. Unless I am just not finding it, hearing about it, or otherwise, but I have seen nothing, Bart, about any of the so-called – favorites, a top five, a top ten on honor. Is, is he keeping that so close to his vest, only maybe yep. those the closest to honor kind of have an idea what he's thinking or feeling? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Honor is such a, such a great classroom kid and off-the-court kid. He's just an outstanding overall talent. And he's just really laid back about the process. It's kind of refreshing when you when – you, and honor and I visit – we're working out. We're focused on other stuff. We He gets all that stuff from other people, so I try not to barrage him with that type of stuff. Oh, you've got to. You know. You've got to. You're now. Yeah, you have to. Come on now. <laughs> You're inside. You got to. You're inside the circle. you got to get us, get us yep. that skinny. But, it, yeah, it's as open, guys. It's as open as I, I think it could possibly be. Obviously, I think he looks at SEC school. And this is the rise of the coaches in the SEC. The quality – of play in the SEC is directly attributed to the quality of coaching. And so I think he's looking at Auburn, Arkansas, Alabama, obviously the teams that are close, but I don't think anything's closed off. You know, UCLA came in, was starting to recruit. So I think it's open, but I certainly think a guy like that, he could make the case. If they've got the academic program, they've got the athletic program, it's wide open for him right now. Although I think certainly the schools close to home have an edge. And Arkansas certainly would be in the top five right now if you were laying them out. What about Tyrion? It's not first. What about Tyrion? Uh, I'm not. I here. think Tyrion's the same way. Okay. He he's so young in the process, and people forget. So that's a 2025, 20, who's now 15 years old. I think it's wide open for him as well. And I think what'll happen is after this summer, you'll see Tyrion and Honor kind of narrow down where they're focus is because you have honor that could take advantage then of the early signing period transitioning after the summer into the school year i'm not saying he does that but certainly that has been a path that takes the pressure off off the players where they're Mm -hmm. not having to deal with that during the season i don't think terry on quite has the i don't think he's got his colleges nailed down but let's keep in mind this is a potential target that the G League looked at last year California in the Adidas Championship. So, 
Tarion is a talent that might not even go college. He could pursue the professional route through the NBA and G League process. So I would not count that out necessarily either. Wow. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> this, I thought the other day, was a big-time get for UCA. And uh, they were able to add to their roster Javion Guy King. Wow. Yeah. So if you can, there's the music. We'll come back, and uh, I want you to elaborate on Absolutely. the great get yes. for UCA. Yes. All right. Trey Shep, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Bart Reed's player profile and scouting report is brought to you by the Hoop 5 Basketball Academy. And, Bart, we were talking just a moment ago, right before the break, and that was UCA. Got a great addition in Javion Guy King, formerly of Little Rock Mills, who played most recently at Sunrise Christian Academy. Yeah, so Javion is an exceptional talent. Now, this is a, a little-known fact. So he grew up was Jacksonville, born and raised. So between Devo, Nick Smith, and Javion, I, I bet they probably lived about uh, half a mile apart from each other. So Jacksonville just continues to turn out these phenomenal players. Ended up at Mills, went the prep school route. So this is one of the stars from the 2022 class. So this is a continuation. He decided to go prep school, 6-6. Six, six, long can put points up in a hurry average 12 points six rebounds and right under two steals a game for the national runner-up at sunrise with Layden blocker who will soon be uh, a razorback coming up next year uh, five-star talent so javion can score he can defend he's a dynamic dynamic playmaker he can handle he can finish he can do everything and randy you are right this is a huge get for uca on top, Randy, if you remember, they grabbed Carl Daughtery, who I thought was mm-hmm. a really great deal from Maumelle, is another 2022 Arkansas talent. So to get JV on, to have Carl Daughtery, and then Cam Hunter, who puts his name Every in the return. transfer portal, That's right. comes back. Absolutely. The grass is not always greener. So, But this is putting UCA in a really great position, I think, to, to really turn, turn it around and win some games because I love JV on Guy King. Exceptional player. 6'6", six, six, but his length, Randy, plays 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, but I, I absolutely love his game. Great plays ad. on both ends. Great ad for Coach Boone. Hey, Bart, yeah. I've got a question for you. Um, we know Chris Beard, now the head coach at Ole Miss, and um, it's not on their website yet, but Wes Flanagan is going to be joining his staff That's over like, there. That's like, wow. What does what that do to recruiting in the state of Arkansas when you've got a, uh, a – I mean, a former Parkview Patriot on the staff at Ole Miss. You've got a coach at Ole Miss that knows Arkansas well from his time here at Little Rock. Yeah. So, uh, great point. Because, I, I, listen, Wes, his coach, Flanagan, has done a great job of keeping really strong ties to the state of Arkansas when it comes to recruiting. If you remember, guys, when Justice originally kind of went out and decided he was going to transfer, Auburn was the first place he visited because Wes had, mm-hmm. had so many ties. He knows who the players are. He knows where they are. He knows how to get to them. So uh, this is a huge grab for Ole Miss because I think they will. Listen, Arkansas can't get all the players, 
certainly this particular class coming up with Honor Botang and the class after, and the class after that, Ole Miss is going to grab some of these players. And we could see a little bit like we had with Jason Flanagan, Keith Carter, and, and uh, all the rest. When we don't bring that up. Don't bring yeah. that up. Uh, hey, but I'm telling you, because the talent I know. is there. I know. Anthony Boone. And, and, and yes. Yes, Anthony. So, so I'm try, I'm telling you, that is a great pickup for Ole Miss. Coach Flanning, I think a lot of him, and he has ties in it's very deep with the Hawks and, and Bill Ingram, so certainly it goes a long way from the grassroots. He's got a foot in, so I think Ole Miss will really benefit from, from that. And Keith, Car- Keith Carter is the athletic director <laughs> at Ole Miss right now. How about that? Yeah. Let me tell you, Keith was a extremely underrated player when he left. When he left the state, I thought he was as good as anybody. He could shoot it, no doubt about that. He and Steve Weed are probably two of the greatest shooters that no one probably ever talked about. Um, This from our Asher Record Service Company Life in Feedback. James says, uh, can Bart review, maybe preview would be a better way to say it, the combine dates, and maybe when we can expect a decision from Devo Davis and Jordan Walsh. Interesting enough, Bart, uh, today this came from CBS Sports, and they said uh, the article was about uh, players who should return back to school and not stay in the NBA draft. Oscar Sheboy of Kentucky, that to me is really no surprise. Number two on the list, though, was Jordan Walsh, Arkansas, yeah. suggesting he return back to Arkansas. Yep, yep. So the hard, so the hard fast date that, that the guys have to really make a decision is May 31st. The combine, if you look at it, there's two spots. You have the G League combine, and then you have the regular NBA combine. They're really close together. The G League is... May 13th through 14th, it's always before the regular NBA Combine. And the NBA Combine is the 15th through the 21st. So, technically, Devo and Jordan Walsh, if invited, would get to participate in those Combines and then have a decision to make after their performance has been evaluated. So they have time, but that's saying if they get invited. There's only 76, around 76, 78 players invited to the NBA Combine and even less to the G League. Last year, I think it was right at 43. So there's no guarantee, although I think both of them would get an invite. Jordan Walsh, not on anybody's board. He needs to come back. And he could be signed in a free agency like Daryl Macon, and there's nothing wrong with that. But he's not on a draft board for most teams that I can see right now. But what is the advantage of the G League combine? Well, it gives you a little bit more experience it gives you a little bit more exposure for, I would say, the second-round guys that are looking to make a decision between the G League and overseas. So it gives you kind of that that foot in the door where if no one knows about you, you can perform well and then get an invite to the NBA Combine. So it's kind of use it as a stepping stone, but it also gets you in front of a lot of G League franchises. As most people, especially late in the second round, there's no guarantee they're going to make the team. A lot of them are going to head to the G League or play overseas, and there's nothing wrong with that. So certainly they want to get as much attention as they can and get their name talked about and get an invite to the big show, which is the NBA Combine, which is the uh, 15th through the 21st, I believe. 
So is it safe to say you might get an invite to the G League Combine, but not to the NBA Combine? Correct. Correct. So J.D. Note got an invite to the G League, did not get an invite. I remember to... that, yes. Yep, and then, of course, there was a lot of speculation around Jalen Lee. Jalen Lee gets an invite to the – doesn't have to go to the G League. Of course, he goes just straight to the NBA Combine. So, it's uh, – and the Combine is a big deal. And from that, you'll see a lot of interest that they'll go to individual workouts and they'll be invited to do either a personal, just private one-on-one workout or usually a group of three, three or six for a team. Uh, this, But I think they both come back. This uh, great that's great news there. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company Life in Feedback. Larry says Hunter Dickinson. What does Bart think about Hunter Dickinson? Sounded to me like Kentucky, but now that well, he had officially Not if decided. Comes back. Yeah, what about Sheboy? Yeah, that's an interesting situation yeah. there. All right, Bart. I love Hunter Dickinson. We are love out Thanks, of time. Thank you, Bart. Barbary, pure sweat basketball skills.